Welcome to the Beyond 3D podcast, where we explore all things 3D and the important role that 3D data plays throughout the manufacturing process, driving decisions throughout a product's life cycle. Here, we talk with industry analysts, business owners, developers, and industry influencers, and hear real stories that you can relate to and learn from, and know which trends and technologies apply to your business. So join us as we go Beyond 3D. Welcome everyone to a new episode of Beyond 3D. Today's episode is very special as we are celebrating International Women in Engineering Day. And today we are here with two women who work at TechSoft 3D, Kaur Skalf-Krickenberger and Anka Simpuaka. And Anka is in Europe and Core is here stateside. And so really happy to have you both here to talk about what it's what it's like to be a woman in the engineering world. So thank you both for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah. So before we jump into, you know, talking about being a woman in the engineering world, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, your background, and then how you ended up at TechSoft 3D and then what you currently are doing at TechSoft 3D. And Anka, why don't you go first? Sure. Um, yeah, I am the global DevOps manager at TechSoft 3D. Uh, I have more than 20 years of experience in software development field. I started in the software programming as a Java developer, and throughout the years, I advanced to being a tech lead, uh, dev manager, cloud architect, DevOps manager, and here I am at TechSoft as the global DevOps uh, manager. Awesome. And core. Yes. So I am a developer learning engineer. So I work with our learning team, which is basically focused on any kind of learning content, software documentation for our product, you know, newer learning content for the general public, stuff like that. I started at TechSoft. uh, It'll be a year in September. However, my background started in telecommunications and radio and TV. I wasn't a huge fan of what I was experiencing. It was about four, four and a half years uh, in the professional community, as well as in school, decided to change it up, went for physics. I was graduating last year. I actually started as a software developer for a local company here in Florida. And, uh, at the same time had applied to TechSoft. I actually thought it was a scam because it sounded too good to be true. And for like the first two interviews, I was very reluctant, ended up leaving my software developer position after a month to join TechSoft. And, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> That's so funny. I, I like the old adage, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. But no, it's it's a, a diamond in the rough, I would say. It's a unique uh, environment and we're going to get to that for sure. So talk a little bit about you know, when you first got into tech, into the tech world, and what that was like, and how things have changed for you now, right? It, it, I imagine it's it's completely different, hopefully a lot better. So if you want to just talk a little bit about how the evolution has happened. Right. So like, say, 20 years ago, uh, the landscape and the work environment was totally different, especially for women in, in IT. Women had to work a lot harder and they had to prove themselves to be like good Mm -hmm. engineers. But I feel that today it's a lot better for men in engineering. Uh, These young, uh, younger generations have more advanced tools and technology in their hands, which brings them Mm -hmm. more flexibility, right? In across many fields, engineering being one of them, uh, the opportunities and possibilities are endless for women. So I think things have improved a lot through the years. That's good to hear. Yeah, building off of what Anka said, I 
I, you know, I've heard stories and, and, you know, different experiences from others of not just women, but also, you know, other minority groups that aren't the general cis white man and technology. And I've personally, you know, having gone through schooling recently, I've definitely seen an improvement. I've agree with that completely. I do think that there's newer challenges that we face today than women may have 20 years ago. Part of it being just, you know, wanting to be competitive with one another, because despite the advances, we still aren't a majority or as, you know, as equality based, I would say, um, in some aspects, at least in, you know, my personal experience from what I've noticed. And so we can see each other kind of as competition rather than trying to build each other up. So I think we face newer challenges, but we do have a, like, like Anka referred to, you know, a different generation brings different values and different perspective and it's definitely helped, but there's still progress to be made, I think. Right. I will also add that the flexible schedule and the remote work uh, brings an advantage to women today uh, because it gives us the means to balance work and education with family life more efficiently right. and more simply. So this Completely, is, I right. think, yeah, yeah, this, this is a huge advantage. Yeah, I, I can agree 100% with that just from my own personal experience. It definitely helps with that. But I'd like to go back to something that Core brought up because I, I sometimes I find that the competition aspect exists in in lots of fields, not just tech. And so I don't know if you want to weigh in on that as well, but is there, I don't know, is there a time where this has happened or have you found what's a good way around it? You know, it's so for example, even if it's, whether it's another woman or not, and, and somebody either has a miscommunication or there's an issue instead of responding to the negativity with more negativity you know hey we're all on the same team here there's room for all of us like you know how how can we help each other as opposed to try and outdo each other has there been a situation have you dealt with those situations and how have you kind of uh, you know smoothed that over and and I ask about the situation because if any of if there are any women listening to this and they have found themselves in similar situations you know maybe they can learn from this and and take this approach to make it better rather than continuing on with this contentious situation with another woman in the field? Well, I think I experienced that in the past a few years, uh, many years ago, actually, when there were a few women in the IT, right, in engineering. Today, the more women join the field, I think it's easier and easier, right, to to have Mm -hmm. a better mentality, right, in supporting each other, working together, finding solutions. So it's more organic in a way today. Right. Mm-hmm. And as for how to, to do this, I think it's good to foster good relationships, right, with the women in our circle right. to support and to educate each other, to help and learn always something new, invest in skills. So it's all bringing women together to to kind of go in the direction. Great. Corey, you want to add anything to that? Honestly, 100 percent agreed with with that. I Fostering that connection. I mean, you can recognize, right, when you are entering a new environment or someone else is entering your current environment that may be new and you may sense tension or maybe dislike or hesitancy because that's usually right. That's usually how you kind of anticipate or, or can feel for these Mm-hmm. These occurrences, not necessarily between you and another female or, or somebody else uh, that's, again, not a cis white man, but if anybody that's a different background than you, I think the biggest thing is like Anka said, reach out, foster those relationships, make your intents known. Cause you can always respect someone, even if you don't like them as a person, you're not going to get along true. with everybody. That's, that's right. just 
blind optimism, but I do think that there is a difference between respecting somebody in a professional environment and making sure that you're still there for them. You don't have to be their best friend at the end of the day and go out for drinks with them after work, but you know, just acknowledging that, Hey, we're here to, to get our job done. Yes. But to also be there for each other. I mean, it's at the end of the day, you should be happy in what you do, even if it's not the easiest thing, I guess is the best way to put it. No, hundred percent. And so generally, what do you feel women bring to the developer and engineering world, you know, in these environments that had historically been so male dominated, but now there Mm -hmm. are many more women. And what do you, what do you feel women have brought to the table? Yeah. If I may start, um, women are typically excellent communicators and collaborators, right? They Mm -hmm. work well in bringing teams together, finding solutions. So this is where I think women bring a unique perspective. They have some of the core components of the emotional intelligence, like empathy, social skills. Mm-hmm. So with this, mm-hmm. with a different mindset, women tend to naturally have the soft skills that the engineering uh, needs to advance and to find uh, solutions and to solve problems. So this is, I think this is where women have, uh, they bring this unique perspective to the table. Yeah, completely. Again, 100% with Anka. I think that's how this entire thing is going to go is me just saying, yes, Anka is 100% right. (laughs) I know know our experiences are very similar, but Mm -hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, when we're coming into a professional environment, a lot of us deal with more feminine-based things, um, you know, periods, childcare, raising a family on top of working, right? Because 50 years ago, women were expected to stay home and care for the household, you know? And so to have that now, what you bring to the table or bring to a professional environment per se, as a woman, it's, it's not just in a, I'm trying to think of the right words. It's not just in a connected point of view, I would say it's not just, oh, let's, let's just make connections. I think the empathy point is really important because that connects beyond what you can do at home. It connects more into just fostering a network. Like we were talking about before creating, you know, safe and wholesome environments because previously it was, you know, they can describe these, um, these tech environments as a dog eat dog world, something that's constantly mm-hmm. a competition and, I don't want that. I'm not saying let's not be progressive and, and move forward and, you know, tech's evolving. It's always going to be one tech versus another, but within my company environment and culture, I want to have that empathetic relationship. I want to understand why people do what they do, because at the end of the day, that's just going to help us move forward. So I think, I think honestly, what Anka was saying about having that different perspective, that empathetic viewpoint, it's incredibly important to stress because, Everybody doesn't matter who you are. You're going to bring your own viewpoints and your own experiences to the table. And you can say all that you want to separate, you know, work life and and, and home life, but that's going to bleed together, especially now that we are working home more. It's hard to create Mm -hmm. those those barriers, right? So that's, that's what you're going to start seeing more and more in this moving forward kind of work from home culture is how those at home experiences are going to change who you are professionally or you made some good points about some things like it's not solely to the work environment to the companies to force relationship encourage women i think it also comes down to teachers right to encourage girls in school uh, to educate oh, parents at home 
right, to play their part because this will have a huge impact on girls, right? They they grow up to believe that they can do and learn anything, any disciplines, and then they will pursue a career in that direction. So I think it starts at home, then continues in school, and then at the workplace. So this is a good transition to one or both, you know, I have two other questions. One, we could talk about the workplace because Techsoft 3D, as we've uh, talked before we started recording, it's a unique environment, right? I've been in the tech world for almost 25 years, and I can truly say it's probably one of the most, feels like a family uh, work culture than I've ever experienced in another company. Uh, but then we also want to talk about what kind of advice we would give to other women and and young women who are uh, getting into the tech field, right? Um, so maybe let's talk about TechSoft first, because I think that will, part of that will actually be one of the bits of advice that we give, right? As far as like choosing where you work. So talk a little bit about your experience at TechSoft and how it has been different than you where you've worked in other places. Sure. So like I mentioned before, I was in a previous industry prior to switching to a STEM-based field. And so I did experience quite a few professional, let's say setbacks as a woman, as a, as a disabled LGBTQ woman. And it's, it's honestly so different here at TechSoft and it's inclusive and it's not inclusive for inclusive sake. I know we've mentioned that before in previous conversations, Anka. They're inclusive here because they care and to have that genuine concern, not just as a woman, but just as somebody that's that's a family member basically here. It's somebody that's involved. It's such a different, wholesome, healthy working environment than what mm-hmm. I've ever experienced before. I've been in some incredibly toxic and solely company driven environments that this is such a drastically different and greatly improved experience for me. I mean, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, yay, like I don't mind putting in overtime. I don't mind reaching out to mm-hmm. to people or to make meetings or to go to work or to do anything like this. I'm hanging out with these people despite being states away and only meeting them once or twice. I have one of my friends, Gabe, in in up in a couple states up north. He's coming to my uh my wedding at the end of July. I know I said I'm married, but we never had a wedding because of COVID. So okay. like, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be like hanging out with people outside of, of the workplace environment that we have. And it's just, it's, it's such a connected and wholesome environment that I cannot stress enough that I love. Right. I also believe that TechSoft, uh, the inclusive environment, it is, it is, it is an inclusive environment. Women have are recognized from the get-go they have a chance to uh, to contribute, to bring their skills to the table, and they are heard and seen. So this is very, very important. They are not being ignored or uh, belittled right. in any way. So this is, is really nice to have, you know, at the workplace. Right. And I will say it's um, it's a very deliberate, inclusive culture, right? It's not like it just sort of happened that way. It certainly comes from the top, Ron Fritz, the CEO, and Tyler Barnes, the president. They're very deliberate in how they ensure that inclusivity, right? And that everyone has a voice, how they run their their all company meetings, mm-hmm. how they how they manage down and and you know encourage their managers to to manage their teams, that sort of thing. You know, we're coming off of uh, Juneteenth the Juneteenth mm-hmm. holiday exactly. and TechSoft has, I think for the past four years, at least has um, not 
just given the employees the day off that day, but has established what what we're calling day of equality and encourages everybody to go and give back to the community in some way. That could be cleaning up a beach. It could be volunteering Mm -hmm. at a center. It could be handing out supplies to the homeless, whatever you feel is most needed in your community. um, You can go do that. And which is really important because as you both have have said, you know, there's a lot of remote work, work from home. So sometimes you're the only person <laughs> in your area that you're, that, that you're, you know, working with. And so, but it gives you license to go and do whatever type of volunteer work that you feel is, is necessary, which is, which is amazing. So, so I think this is an aspect that truly permeates the Techsoft 3D culture. And um, it, it is very unique in that regard, I would say. So Cora, I don't know if you have anything to add. I was just going to say, I completely agree with you 100% about, like you're saying from the top down, I did mention this previously. I forgot to mention it in this, in this question, but uh, the, the company culture is so ingrained here and it comes from the beginning of what Ron and now Tyler are instilling in the just initial, you know, four five, six interviews. And it is a lot, but we make sure that people fit here, that they don't just, anybody can do these jobs. Anybody can learn how to write a line right. of code. Any Anybody can do an HR job, can do this, you know, assuming they have common sense, right? But that, that's a different question. Um, but <laughs> yeah. beyond that, making sure that they're going to be someone that not just fits the mold, because we don't want you know, robotic people. We want people that have their own style of doing things, different backgrounds, different beliefs. But even when I met Ron and Tyler for the first time back in um, our meetup at the beginning of this year, I felt heard. Like, even though I'm a newer person in this industry and at least within this company, I've had a voice since the start. It's not been something I felt like has been squashed or has meant less than someone who's been here for 10, you know, 20 years, what we're going on our 26th, 27th year as a company. And beyond that, like just going through with HR, for example, the benefits to women that we offer, I was, I actually started, I'm not going to lie. I started crying um, because oh there gosh. are, <laughs> no, there are certain things that we offer. And when Angie was going over some of this, I was like, you guys offer this to us, like just as a normal mm-hmm. thing. And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, this is out of, out of the professional culture that I've experienced. This is not normal. I've heard of it. It's more of like one of those mythological things, but just, just to, <laughs> just to agree with you, like it, the culture is so ingrained from, from Ron and Tyler and from yeah. those who have established this company value that it's, I mean, I can see it all the way down to, to my bosses now and who I work with my colleagues. I don't feel oppressed, you know, in, in the normal sense of, because I'm a woman, it doesn't matter kind of thing, or it it means any less. So. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and, you know, there's something to be said for continuity of leadership because Ron has been at the company since he's a founder. Right. And so he's been able to shape this company culture from day one and he's done a phenomenal job and it's really, it's really shown. And I, and because everybody is so appreciative of it, they continue it, right? So I think even if Ron left at this point, that culture would continue because everyone is just so happy to be there that let's keep it going. Let's not ruin a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right. So to wrap it up, there are lots of women and young women and girls, as we mentioned in school, thinking about careers in the tech in the tech world, whether they're engineering, coding, software development, you know, what have you, what would be some of your 
advice to those women and girls that are embarking on this journey today? And they, you know, the challenges are different as we recognized in the beginning. So it's not like it's going to be smooth sailing the whole way. There are going to be some challenges. So what would be your advice to those girls starting their path? Sure. So I would say one thing that I think we can all agree on is be, be confident in what you're doing. I mean, you don't have to start in tech. So that doesn't mean like you could, you could have a career and be in something for 40 years. And if you want to change your mind, that's okay. Be confident in what you want to do. It's okay to change your mind. It's as long as you're doing what you love when you love to do it, there's nothing wrong with that. Anybody can, can go into tech. It's not, I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie, but if it's something that you're passionate about and something that you want to learn, don't be afraid. Don't give up just because of one bad mm-hmm. review or, or one bad boss mm-hmm. or even even a, a string of bad jobs because things can get better and things will get better. And I also think another really important thing is to be impactful in what you say. That is something that has been taught to me since I've started here. And by being impactful, I mean, I know like we like to talk, right? Like if I'm having a conversation with Anka, I will, we were talking about the weather the other day. That's, that's great. But you also need to know your audience and when you're speaking. So if you're mm-hmm. in a meeting and you don't want to be seen as the person that's too aggressive or too absurd, assertive, make sure you're getting your points known early across. So that way you're not getting shoved to the back. And I know that can mm-hmm. sound a little, a little confusing, but it means like ABC, this is why I want to do this. This for this reason, mm-hmm. this project can have this purpose. So that way you're not just saying, well, I had this idea the other day, you know, because that that can be seen as more of a feminine thing of where we like to talk. And I hate, I hate that analogy so much, but I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, my husband says I talk too much. So you never know. <laughs> but that that's what I that's why I say like be impactful in what you say and make sure you foster those connections. Find a mentor, find find those connections in the workplace where you can uplift yourself. Right. This this is very important. Yeah. And, you know, toxic relationships can happen at home, can happen at workplace, can happen everywhere. Right. So we right. need to right. we need to have that healthy communication and openness. Right. When we talk about things and uh, I totally agree, we need to build and maintain a high level of confidence in, in our in what we do, in how we present ourselves, how we carry ourselves in the work we do, um, no matter what people think, you know, no not you don't always please everyone but at the end of the day make sure that you've put forward the best version of yourself every day learn something new invest in a skill put your mind mm-hmm. and passion into something and you will succeed right yeah. and i think um in our discussion before we started recording we had also talked about doing your due diligence in choosing where to work yes. i mean yes you're going to apply to a lot of different companies and and maybe the one that you really, really wanted didn't, you know, you didn't get it. Um, so you, to your point, Cora, you may have to have a, a, a few not so great jobs before you get mm-hmm. the one you want. But, you know, thinking back to your, the time when you were interviewing at Techsoft, what were some of the things you were looking for in a company that ultimately led you to choose Techsoft? Uh, sure. I, at that point, I was uh, I was moving continents again. <laughs> so for me, I was looking around. I was not in a rush. I took my time. To me, uh, doing my research about the company is very important to know not only mm-hmm. about what they're doing, but also what's the culture, what has been the mentality, right? Technology aside. So when I saw this, uh, the, the job advertisement, what I liked was that it was a multi-international company, right? So uh, with uh, with different skills, with different positions all over the world. 
And, you know, this, uh, this attract me because I said, okay, this is something where I could put my skills to, right? I could help with this because okay. I've had that internet, multi-international experience before. So this is something that really attracted me to the, to the job. And also the, the title was uh, not as important title as what is behind that, right? The nature of the work, the impact I could bring. So I always think what I could bring to the table and what I also can gain, what kind of experience I gain from that, right? Because it has to, it has to go both ways. Right. So this was very important to me. Okay. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was very terrified of just not having a job in general when I was graduating because I was working <laughs> student jobs. I had worked full-time previously and realized it wasn't a good fit for me um, between you know my disability and being in school full-time. I was traveling about an hour and a half, one way, two hours to go to school every day among, you know, working basically full-time. So it was a lot of challenge. So at the time I was just looking for something to pay the bills. Uh, my husband had just recently lost his job. So we were kind of in a tight bind, but with that being said, I had put in a bunch of applications. TechSoft just happened to be one of them. I came across and I was like, Oh, I'll never hear back on this. And it was such a shock when they reached out to me. I actually, <laughs> this is probably a story for another time, but I actually missed the first email that Angie sent out to me. Um, and she wrote oh, me wow. back. She wrote me back. And then for the second interview, she said, oh yeah, William, you know, is going to be following up with you. I missed his email too. It was going to junk. And so they oh, reached out to me continuously. And I was, I'm, I'm so, so grateful that they did, but beyond just needing a job at the time, because the market is very competitive right now, it's very hard to find a job that not only meets your, your mental and emotional needs, but just financially, it's a very difficult time. And so with that being said, like Anka said, the culture values, the, the, the versatility and the, basically the, the company culture that they instilled in, in me from just the interviews, you know, just the fact that they genuinely love what they did. It didn't seem cheesy. It seemed honest. And I didn't even really understand the job title or what entailed it. Cause I had never, I had done learning content before through the, the physics department, but it, and I had CAD background, but it's not, we're a very niche company, but we service a wide industry mm -hmm. of markets. And so it's, I didn't really know what I was looking for. And I just happened mm -hmm. to find it. It was, it was just a happenstance that ended up being amazing. Cause I was looking for aerospace. I'm, I'm an astrophysicist by nature. So to find oh, wow. this, okay. yeah, to find this opportunity was just, I don't, I don't know. It was one of a kind, like I, I'm honestly so lucky to have found it. I really love what I do. But this proves another point. And because even if we are from different generations, we had such a good experience at TechSoft, right? So oh, yes. uh, mm -hmm. we have that even if the, the, our generations are different, expectations, challenges, opportunities are different. It was so inclusive in a way, you know, like it catered for both of us, all generations, right? So we found this, this good place to work uh, that takes care of all this. So... Yes. And I, I think building on that, it's not just important to find somewhere that you love because, you know, I know we're, we're saying great things about TechSoft and I will live, breathe and die that TechSoft is a great company. <laughs> but I also think it's important to note that not every company is perfect and not every company will always meet your needs. There are always going to be friction and, and stuff that you're going to face. Mm -hmm. Finding somewhere that you can feel like the growth or progress can be made is 
incredibly, incredibly important because if I do run into issues and I'm not saying like, I definitely have here, like that's, it's been almost a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But having the ability to change and wanting to change. And like Anka and I had mentioned before, not inclusivity for inclusivity's sake. It's the same thing. I don't want people to say what's core's opinion, just because they want to have that woman based view. I want, I want them to genuinely care. And that's what I feel like at the end of the day is, is tech soft. It's, it's not just a company. I think Angela, you were asking like, what would be the advice we give women, right? Or uh, I think that at the end right. of the day, it might not be a great experience for everyone, right? But as long as That's you, a good point. yeah, as long as at the end of the day, you put the best version of yourself out there, you would have learned at the end of the day, something from this experience, right? And could be the stepping stone for something better for you, right? So it's it's very important to have this mindset, you know, that you, that you have when, when you join TechSoft. Yeah, the the learning from every experience I think from is so so important. Yeah. Even, yeah. even the bad ones, right? Yeah, super important. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, on on that note, you know, the positive text off note. Uh, I couldn't think of a better way to to wrap up the podcast. Clearly, Ron and and leadership have created a a great environment. We could use this as a little bit of a recruiting tool, but a great conversation to honor International Women in Engineering Day. So thank you both for your time today. This has been a great conversation and wish you the best of continued success, whether it be at TechSoft or wherever (laughs) else you may end up in your career. So thank you very much. Thank you too. Our pleasure. Thank you so much. Yes, it's been such an amazing opportunity and pleasure to, to talk with you guys today about this. Thank you for joining us on the Beyond 3D podcast hosted by TechSoft 3D. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review or subscribe on SoundCloud. To listen to past episodes or learn more about TechSoft 3D, visit www.techsoft3d.com forward slash blog. Send us comments and suggestions at info at techsoft3d.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you'll join us again on the next episode of Beyond 3D.